All right, we got an episode for you guys today here on Off Trail with Luke and Chandler. I'm Luke. I'm Chandler. And this is Off Trail. So today, Chandler, you have a little conversation that you wanted to have on the show surrounding mm-hmm. the idea of content. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to this. I actually don't know as much of the details for it because this is kind of something you're just going to lead. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be fun to kind of see what you have in store for us. Looking forward to it. It's going to be good. A little in-depth. Going to get deep today. Be fun. But before we get into that, we make sure we take care of the show. If you are listening or watching, we are on YouTube. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We would greatly appreciate that. Like the video. Leave a comment. All that stuff really helps us out. Make sure we know we're doing things right. Making content for you guys. Not to use that content word. Ah. See, it's a trap. It is, yeah. But uh, we really appreciate you guys following us on there. But we're also on all major podcasting platforms if you prefer the audio-only version. So go on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play, I think is what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Um, all these places, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, subscribe and follow our channel there as well. Leave us a five-star review if you care. You know, We'd appreciate that. It'd help our channel grow a little bit too. Yep. So um, yeah, if you appreciate the content that we make, we'd like a, a good review. Yes, we would. Okay, well. Love it. With that out of the way, Chandler, I'm just going to kind of hand this off to you because uh, this was your idea for the show. And I guess for those who don't know, we kind of talk about ideas for the show and sometimes like, hey, like, what do you want to talk about today? Mm-hmm. Like, just come up with an idea, pitch it to me, and we'll we'll roll with it, yeah. you know? And this was one of those things. I said, hey, we just need a topic, figure out what you want to do, and we'll do it. Yeah. And, and so you chose this idea of content. Um, again, I don't really know where you're going to go with this, but I want to let you just... Take us away. Take it away. All right. Well, so we all use this word content and we all have for a while. Um, You know, we hear the word content creator thrown around a lot. And I don't really, I I feel like we all just kind of use it just to to use it because it's what people say. You know, there's, I don't know about you, but like I didn't really grow up on the internet. I didn't really get active on the internet until like, I don't know, four or five years ago. And so, like, there's a lot of words and a lot of, I don't know, vernacular, I guess, that people use that is like, very... Like bet. Like bet, yeah. Exactly. Um, or banger is a that's great another, example of this, one. you know? Um, and so a lot of this, like, internet lingo is not something that I u- use on the daily. I know you're like this, you know? we I rarely use it. Yeah, we, we don't really use it. And content has always been one of those things for me where it's like... I don't love using the word content. I never really have in a serious tense. Um, you know, I don't, I've always considered myself a photographer, you know, videographer, whatever you want to say. And I take photos and I make videos. You know, I don't make content. Content just feels like a weird word for me to use. But there's a lot of people who say it and there's a lot of people who use it regularly. Yeah, the, um, only, the only way I think I would ever consider you or me making content would be, um, I mean, this podcast would come close, but even that, mm-hmm. say, yeah, we, we host a podcast, we're on a podcast. It's yeah. not like we're making content with it. But I think the, the closest thing is like the vlogs that we've sometimes done. Yeah, yeah. Like that's the closest thing to the word content that we do. Otherwise, you're right. Like I would just say I'm a photographer. Yeah. You know, I've actually never cared about the term art for myself as yeah. like an artist, but yeah. it's that's kind of what how I pursued photography more as the art and not as content. Yeah. Yeah, and I do want to preface this whole thing, and a lot of people can look at this topic and think like, oh, you're being really p- pretentious and gatekeeping. Oh, I am. You know? I will be. I know you are. Yes. Um, but I mean, that's not like, you know, 
when we call ourselves content creators, artists, or, or anything like that, like we're not trying to be like, oh, we're better than you because we don't use this word. And we're, we're true artists or anything like that. You know, I'm kind of like you where I don't really like go around being like, I'm an artist, you know, I'm just, I, no. it, it's not something No, to, but I am better than you. Just let's make sure people know I mean, we, We'll talk about that later. Yes. <laughs> but so I, I first kind of want to talk about this and, and talking about the definition of this word and kind of where it came from. Um, cause it kind of has a long history. It, it's kind of, it, it's more popped up in relevancy in the last few years, but it's been being used for a long time. Um, but I think it's important that we define it just because language matters. I know that this is huge for you, especially like language is really important. And this is something that I see a lot on the internet nowadays and just in, in culture in general, it, people just kind of use words without really knowing what they mean. I mean, we had a whole video that we put up as a joke about the word Riz. You know, people just kind of make up words. And yeah, and when we want to do an episode, a full episode, kind of about yeah. this idea at some point. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's going to be more of that coming too. Yeah, exactly. So it's like we, we kind of live in this weird time where language has kind of become this weird, it, it's almost, there, there's like an abstractness to it that exists now. I don't really know how to explain it, but like it's becoming... I don't really know how to explain it, but like it's it's not taken as seriously as I think it used to be, or maybe as it should, because you know language matters and it's important. But for this word content, um, I think it's important to define it. And so when we let's do that, you know, when we look at the word content, um, we kind of think about like content is stuff that exists within a you know a container or like within a hole or something like that. Like um, we have a table of contents within a book. You know, and the content within that book is is the the stuff, the words that are included within the book. Um, And this can move over to the Internet, you know, where you have the content of the Internet. And, you know, that includes photos, videos, websites, blogs, things like that. But I feel like it's it's kind of that word has kind of been hijacked a little bit um, to lose its its actual meaning, um, which I don't love. It's been kind of a kind of a weird history of how this happened. But um if you look back, go all the way back to the 60s, um, there was a book written. I don't remember exactly what the book is called, um, something about media. Um, but the whole book was written about media at the time and how people interact with media in the 60s. You know, This includes radio and television, things like that. Um, and there was a phrase used in this book called the contents of, of media. You know, um, And you have the content on television, you have radio content and things like that. And it wasn't really used much after that, you know, other than like in business, um, you know, cooperation, uh, corporation terms and, and whatnot until the 90s when Bill Gates started using it. You know, Bill Gates, you know, we all know who Bill Gates is. Who is he? I don't know, actually. Do you know? No. Okay. Well, so Bill Gates wrote this essay called Content is King back in the early 90s. I think 1992. Wait, that's an actual... I mean, I've heard that phrase. Yeah, no, it's it's the title of this essay that he oh, wrote. I know that. Yeah. And so the whole point of this essay, I mean, it's a long essay, um, and I haven't read the full thing. I've read little parts of it, but at the beginning, he makes this talk... He has this phrase, this, this saying, where he's talking about the future of the internet. You know, the internet hasn't really been fully recognized in 1992, and so he is talking about what he envisions for the internet in the future. And he says that he believes that content will be, will, will be where much of the money is made in, you know, on the internet in the future, which nowadays he was right. He was right. Yeah. You know, that's, it, he that's why he's right. got billions of dollars. Exactly. Right. That's why he, 
is a billionaire and we're not. But that's the thing is it's back in the 90s and back in the two, early 2000s, content was always more of a, a commercial term, you know, used by internet corporations and tech companies and stuff like that. You know, YouTube is a really good example of this. You know, YouTube came about in 2005, 2006 and content started going onto YouTube. You know, video content, photo content, you know, different things, mainly video content, I guess, on YouTube. But, you know, and you also have MySpace and Facebook that start popping up. And there's content that is put onto each of these platforms. Um, but it doesn't really start being used much until you see the rise of user-generated content on specifically YouTube. Um, and then YouTube really kind of takes the reins on using this, this, uh, this word more often. But, again... It's not used as much up until probably, I don't know, five or six years ago. And then YouTube actually starts inserting that word onto their platform in all these little spots. Like I think three or four years ago, if you look on, I don't know if, if, if anybody's familiar with YouTube, obviously we are because we post videos on YouTube, but when you go to your- We post content. We post content on YouTube. Let's get it right. Language yeah. matters, Chandler. Language matters. But for those of you who don't know, when you go to post something on YouTube, you post things through what's called your YouTube studio app. And when you're on the YouTube studio website, there's a little dashboard on the side. And one of these little selections that you can pick on your dashboard is a section that's called content. And it'll show you all the videos that you've ever posted on your, uh, on your feed. But that video or that, that dashboard used to say videos and it was replaced by YouTube to say content. Um, which I think is interesting. YouTube really started kind of pushing this whole, you know, content thing specifically three or four years ago, maybe, maybe a little bit longer. But. So, I mean, I'm going to let, I want you to finish it, but I'll push back a little bit on that. Cause I think yeah. it's to some degree that is almost, um, I can see some kind of justification for it. Mm -hmm. And that's because in that tab, you have obviously your videos, you have your shorts, but you also have posts. Yeah. Yeah. And you have podcasts. Like there's, there's more than just video. So that to me, having that tab now be called content instead of videos is actually warranted because yeah. it's more than just videos. There's yeah. a whole plethora now of different things you could have within that one tab. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing is it's like, from like a business standpoint, using that word makes sense in some places like that, you know, it, it's right. a really good, like broad view of, you know, overview of the stuff that you have on your YouTube channel, you know? Um, but it's where, you know, it, we go into this, this place where we're calling, you know, the photos that we take, specifically content, or the videos that we make, all of it's content. Um, but I think with this, you know, expansion into just creating content rather than I'm going to make videos or I'm going to, you know, try to make a, a short film or something like that and put on YouTube, we kind of get into this culture of, I don't know. I don't know if other people call it this. I call it this just because it makes sense to me, but fast content. And I say fast content, not because it's like, it's quick or it's fast. It's actually fast or whatever. But you know, in terms of like fast food where it's like, it's cheap and it's made quickly. Um, and we, we've kind of found ourselves in this weird culture of fast content, um, specifically in the past few years. And it's really prominent on Instagram. Um, you know, it's really big on YouTube as well, but, um, Specifically talking about Instagram, um, it's massive on Instagram, especially in the last few years. Um, you know, we, we see all these things with reels um, and whatnot, and it's it's been really kind of crazy to see how this content thing has kind of taken over. Um, it, it's, in terms of like cheap, um, quick, easy to make content, specifically to 
um, uh, what's the word? Um, adhere to an algorithm. So, but anyways, fast content comes around. Um, corporations are now pushing, you know, this term onto people, you know, to focus on having an endless stream of content, you know, just pushing out as much as you possibly can. Um, you know, just having the goal of mass media accumulation on your channel. Um, and they start focusing on like watch time. Um, you know, this is something we've talked about, you know, we have watched time it's one thing that youtube looks at on our channel um in terms of like potential monetization and stuff you know they obviously look at subscriber account but they look at watch hours you know how long are people watching your videos for and this is kind of where like you know we get to this place where we have people who are making really long videos now like hour two hour long videos do really well on youtube nowadays um which you know i like that i like longer form content like that but that's why that exists on youtube specifically um, excuse me. Um, but the whole goal of this is just, you know, these companies, these tech companies just want us to be online longer. You know, you can see that on YouTube, you know, they really push this watch hour thing because they want people to be online using their platform longer. You know, like we said, it's understandable from a business standpoint. You want people to use your app. So if any way you can get people to do that, you know, business wise, it makes sense. Um, but so that's how we see it on YouTube, but then we see it on Instagram as well. And now we just see people posting things on Instagram, you know, two or three times a day sometimes. And they're posting as much as they possibly can, um, as fast as they can. Um, I know a lot of people kind of point at like Gary V for this because Gary V is very big on like just post content. doesn't matter what it is. Just put stuff on the internet. Yeah. I never thought about that. I mean, I I've watched a lot of him in the past, not so much recently, mm -hmm. but you know, he was always like, yeah, just, you got to make sure you're posting and just document, don't create, just document, you know, don't create. Yeah. Just, just put whatever you're doing up there, just be real about it and just put up, put up every day, yeah. you know, and be consistent. And like, that's a great way to go about doing it. And I never even thought about it like that. Um, mm -hmm. Not saying he's like a bad culprit or anything, but like that mindset is definitely something that contributes to this whole phenomenon that we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I know that you and I have talked about that a lot. Just about you know we we should be better about documenting rather than rather than creating and stuff like that. But yeah, and I think I, I think that I think that mindset of documenting rather than creating has some merit to it. It does, yeah. It, it really does. Mm -hmm. You talk about when we go on adventures and stuff, and mm -hmm. for vlogging or whatever, getting just quick videos with people. There's value to that there is. stuff. That's why I love vlogging. You know, it, it's fun to document what we're doing. Yeah, so. but I think when you think of content, to me, a lot of what I think about is. The various videos you see on YouTube, like it's just these random things like different tutorials or top 10, some of the stupid stuff we're trying to add into our little show here. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's stuff that's trying to be entertaining mm -hmm. as opposed to providing other kinds of informative value and yeah. things like that. And to me, like those are things that I just, I don't care about. Yeah. I'm not going to watch that stuff. To me, it's just junk content. Yeah. It's kind of like the, uh, have you guys ever seen the like watch mojo videos uh the name is familiar they're like top but... 10 videos whatever you know they'll do like top mm. 10 actors from the 90s or something know. it's kind of like buzzfeed stuff okay um it's very pointless content you'll they'll find a top te a topic and they'll here are the top 10 pens to use or something you know. that'd be a good one I, right but it, it's kind of just junk filler content so it doesn't really have a purpose. Right, so. but but it's stuff that they know if, if you saw one of their other videos and you have subscribed to their channel, 
they know there's a good chance that you're also going to tune into that one. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. that's how, like you mentioned, you just get sucked into these platforms mm-hmm. and you spend so much time on them without ever realizing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's their goal. That's yeah. all they want to do. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want, yeah, that's right. So I kind of want to, move over to Instagram a little bit just because we see this a lot on Instagram um, specifically in this, you know, create as much fast content as possible. Um, I'm sure you guys see it. I see it a lot, but these, these reels that are like, take this, take this trending audio and put a random six second clip over it and you'll go viral. But I don't know why that exists. I don't know why people try this why they why they want to go viral why they want to go viral for for a random six second video like yeah. yeah i mean i guess to that point um you know i've talked with scott osborne about something that happened with him when he posted a video of some um there's like a bigfoot video or something he yeah. made right yeah and yeah. he got a ton of new followers mm-hmm. from that and he was like i realized those people wanted more of that content from mm-hmm. me and I don't want to only make that content or really like ever make that stuff. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, so I stopped like posting the video. I think he maybe even took it down. Yeah. He's like, it's just not me. It's not what I do. And so yeah. it's like, why do you want to go viral for some of these things that you're just putting together haphazardly? Yeah. Again, in the hope just to get a bunch of followers who don't actually care about your stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing is it's like, why would you want to go viral for something when it doesn't represent what you're doing? Right. You, you know? It's okay to go viral, but you should want to go viral for the right reasons and the right things. Yeah. That's like, the thing is like, I would much rather go viral for some project that I put, you know, a lot of time into or, or a photo that I, yeah. A short film that you make. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Exactly. That'd be great because that's what you do. And that's kind of who you are. It's not just some little five second video. I took with my phone on a hike the other mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. It's like, why? Yeah. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, um, you remember a couple of years ago I made that video Yeah. and it, you know, it, it got, went off. It, yeah. It got almost a million pissed views. Pissed a lot of people off. Yeah. It did piss a lot of people off. That yeah. was fun. It was really funny. But, um, but like, I don't know, that wasn't really totally representative of all of, I mean, I guess it is a little bit more because it's, it's, you know, it was travel stuff, Utah, travel stuff, photo yeah. stuff, you know, but, um, but it's like, I don't like make that stuff. I don't No, you know. it's not like that's like all you do. Like yeah. especially at the time you weren't like a video guy. Yeah. You're a photo guy. Yeah, yeah. Primarily, you know. And now you do more of both, but like you're a photographer and yet people are coming to follow you for this random reel that they probably never liked a single one of your things again. Yeah. I mean you got like ten thousand plus followers from that. I got twelve. Yeah. Twelve and a half thousand followers. Yeah. And what's funny now is two years later, I have like 400, 500 less followers than I did when that spike happened, you know? Right. And, and like your engagements no better than mine. I have no. 700 followers. Yeah, exactly. So it just doesn't matter. Yeah. But yet we, there's this drive for people to make this content mm-hmm. for whatever reason, because it's, I think to some degree, I think it also is influenced by the innate desire for people to, become famous, be popular, mm-hmm. and to be seen, you know, by large groups of people as important or influential or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Obviously, there's, like, some kind of influencer culture that's present on social media mm-hmm. as well, specifically Instagram. Um, but, you know, everyone kind of wants some degree of recognizability yeah. like that. And if they see or hear that they can make some 
quick video that really takes no effort whatsoever. They're like, I will do that because I want to have 40,000 followers. Yeah. And regardless of whether or not they actually know who you are, or what you do. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what's so crazy is the amount of people that I've seen on, I mean, this just tells you how fake a lot of this stuff on the internet is, but I, I've seen so many people on the internet, you know, they have a million, two million followers or something like that. So I have no idea who this person is. You know, you go through and look at their stuff and it's like people aren't engaging with it. It's like nobody gives them the time of day, but they have all of these followers. Um, you see this a lot with celebrities too. You know, have some celebrities who they have millions and millions, you know, 20, 30 million followers. Um, but like their engagement just doesn't match with how many followers they have. Like you can easily tell when somebody's bought followers or it's like they have disingenuous followers and, and whatnot. It's, there's a lot of fakeness. Yeah. Well, and like, and like, there's a lot of times too, you see people who have these bigger follower accounts and I don't know who they are. Yeah. Even, even in the photography community, I, I have no clue. Yeah. Who That's fine. You know, are. we're not going to know who everybody is, yeah. but like, but it's like, it just goes to show you like, even when you get that, like it does, it doesn't matter Yeah. because a lot of the people that are in the same niche and stuff as you still are not going to find out who you are. Yeah. You know, and frankly, there's a lot of those people that I just have unfollowed because I don't care enough about them or what they do. It's like, yeah. I don't need to follow them. There's very few people that I follow that have high follower accounts like that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that like Instagram has incentivized these people to be content creators and to produce content that is that triggers the algorithm. And so that's all they do. They don't really produce stuff that really, I don't know, means anything, you know, anything that's like, cool to look at or you know anything that's thought provoking or anything I'm not saying that everything needs it's, to be thought it's just stuff too, that it's going to capture your attention for another seven to ten seconds and yeah. that will transition you into the next thing you're going to watch exactly like yeah. that's all a lot of these big accounts are designed around it's just to yeah. keep you on the page for another second or two mm-hmm. and they get paid because of it and to me that's insane yeah like i i never want to engage in that kind of behavior mm-hmm. you know that's why a lot of the stuff that we put out whether it's this podcast or like these little joke reels and stuff, like there's some thought behind them. There's some creative direction that we want to try and put out there. And it's supposed to be something that's like, you know, just a funny little thing that if you know us, you understand, you want to see more of. Yeah. You know, we've had people tell us before some of those stupid little funny reels we'd make around like our merch or whatever, uh-huh. like at the house. Yeah. They love that stuff. Cause it's like you and me acting uh-huh. and it's like, it just shows people another side of us that they don't get to see. Yeah. But like it's more personal. Yeah, it's more personal, and like it's trying to help foster the connections with the people that we get to do stuff with. Yeah, but and go ahead. I think that's what I mean. That, I think that's the key difference right there is a lot of these guys are making content for Instagram, and like we're making content content for the people that we know on Instagram. You know, like we're trying to engage and have this be like a more personalized thing, where their stuff is, you know, not to sound. I don't know what to sound like, but they're making stuff for the machine. Yeah. Almost, well, you yeah. Know? When you take a, a random video from your phone or even from your camera, it doesn't matter. You just put a trending audio over it or some kind of voice clip that you found somewhere. I mean, who needs that? Like, who are you making that for? Like, <clears throat> yeah. it's not for anyone in particular. You know, you have someone in mind. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no purpose behind it other than hopefully people see this and it grows my account. Yeah. And like, to me, that's just that's not the right goal yeah. to have in life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, in 99% of the times, those videos are just totally skippable. You know, it's like, I don't watch those videos and think like, oh man, this, I, I can maybe count on, on 
one hand, the amount of times where I've seen a video that has like some cool voiceover from like a movie or something like that, where I've been like, that's a cool little concept, but it's very, very rare. No, I you mean, know? you know, I want to talk about this in a future date too, because it's not quite what this topic is for, but you know, you take a little you know, video of something you've done or something, you put a, some kind of inspirational, motivational quote that someone's saying from mm-hmm. a movie or a TV show. Uh, that does nothing for me. Like yeah. that's that's not how you be motivational. Like yeah, it's just yeah. it, it's pointless stuff. It's like you're just again you're trying to make content for this algorithm for this platform that is going to suck other people in. But what purpose does it actually have? Yeah, you know this is something that you know I got in a little bit of a argument with my coworker today um, over the whole Taylor Swift stuff going on right now. Mm-hmm. And this is not me hating on Taylor Swift. Um, no, you know, yeah. I, I just don't care about her whatsoever. Um, but she was talking to me about how it's so fun to see how every, how a relationship like that can be great. And she's happy and stuff. I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, I get that. Yeah. You know, it is good to see if she's, ha- if she's truly happy, I'm happy for her. You yeah. know, you go, Taylor. Like, good for you. Yeah. Do I actually care still? No, I don't. Yeah. But stuff like that. And, and I generally throw all of reality television in this same category. Mm-hmm. To me is content, you know, it's not the same kind of content we're talking about, like on Instagram or YouTube and stuff, but it's, it's really just content that you see and experience in life as a whole mm-hmm. that you get sucked into. And in a way, it's really just meant as a distraction yeah. from what you have going on in your life the problems that you have going on to make you forget about that stuff and just get on with the day. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong. There is some degree of that, that I will admit can be good because Mm -hmm. obviously if you're going through something terrible, like it is good to have a little bit of a release from that. Yeah. But when you get sucked into all this stuff, when you care about celebrities and what they do, what they think, it's like, what is the point? What does this do for you? Yeah. Like why not see the happiness that Taylor Swift has in her life? And try to go find that for yourself in your own life. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what you should be focusing on. But again, all this stuff, whether it's reality TV, Instagram content, movies. Like, you know, I know you want to talk about Disney here in a little bit too. But all this stuff is really just a distraction to keep us from forgetting, to keep us from focusing on building something in our own lives. Yeah. And this is one reason I've just completely stopped watching content on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I don't have time for it anymore. I have more important things I want to do with my life. And to me, it's just not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth the investment to, yeah. to go watch all this stupid stuff. Yeah. Well, we don't have that much time, you know? Like, I don't know. I, I feel this. I, I have a little bit of a, uh, I don't know, say, not really, I don't know, existential. I don't know what this is, but I have this this driver in my life, I guess, where it's like, yeah, I, it feels like I have a lot of time here, but I don't. None you of know, us do. None of us really have that much time here, and we don't know, not to get super existential on this, but like, we don't know when we're going to be done, you know? Statistically, we're almost halfway. Statistically, we are. Yeah, know, so close. I don't want to tease anything, but next episode, next week, we're going to go a little more in depth with this kind of thing, too. So oh, I'm that'll be fun. That. Well, let's not get too far into yeah, it this we'll time. We'll save some so. of that conversation for yeah. next week. Well, so. You, you touched on something that I, I think is really important in terms of this content thing. Um, you, you mentioned, you know, reality TV and, you know, a lot of this, I don't know, trash content, I guess. It, content is, has become kind of an umbrella term to where you have reality TV and then you have like 
I don't know, a Jocko Willing podcast under the same umbrella. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, those two are considered the same thing. And they are completely They're different. They're completely different. Jocko, Jocko has changed lives. Yeah. Because of what he does. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. This one reason we're here doing this now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm about you guys' influences, but I've seen him do what he does. I'm like, I want to do that. Yeah. Now, I... No, by no means do I think I have the same kind of influence or experience <laughs> that Jocko Willink does well, as a does? former Navy SEAL. Who does, yeah. But like, I want to feel like I could do that and have an impact on some people's lives and whether it's the podcast, what we do with Bushwhackers, you name it, mm-hmm. you know? There's a leadership component that he kind of espouses mm-hmm. that inspires people to be better yeah. and and to, to, you know, produce, whether it's content, experiences, whatever, yeah. like, to produce good results in life that means something as opposed to just, oh, what did the celebrity do this week on the red carpet? Exactly, yeah. Top 10 reality stars yeah. on the Kardashians. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's, all, it's all bogus. <laughs> yeah. It, it's meaningless, yeah. I mean, it literally, it, it's just trash that you watch. Yeah, so it, that's, it, it's why I don't tune into any of the celebrity stuff. I don't... I don't watch movies much anymore. Yeah. I don't know the celebrities. I don't know what their personal lives are like. No, no, no. Yeah. Because I'm more concerned about my own personal yeah. life. Well, that's what's so funny is it's like, that's what it used to be like before social media, you know, in terms of movies, like we used to have, everybody talks about like, we're kind of experiencing the death of the movie star right now. Right. And I think part of that is, you know, before social media, we had all the, you know, Tom Cruise and all these, you know, cool movie stars. Nobody was on social media. Nobody really knew what these people were. It was just like, Tom Cruise is a great actor and he's in a movie. I got to go see. They were still kind of like hidden figures. It was like in a mystique there was, to him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. But now it's like, you know, fully public everything. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's still why there's a lot of stuff I try not to share on social media because mm-hmm. like you have to retain some kind of private life like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't, the content that you make on social media and stuff shouldn't, like you shouldn't be sharing all of your own private information all the time. Yeah. And no. not saying a lot of people do, but like there's a, there's a point to keeping some of that sacred yeah you know and we've just totally lost that idea yeah exactly i mean there's there's a lot of stuff on on youtube i mean you take like family youtube channels for example where they just vlog every day all day you know it's bizarre like their kids don't have any privacy and never do that yeah you want to talk about trash content that's trash content so and that's that's the thing is it's like that stuff gets put under the same umbrella as you know, the, the Navy SEAL podcast. Yeah. And, the, and there's, and with the family thing, there's also an aspect that, again, not with everyone, but with a lot of it, I think creeps into it is an ego component to it. Mm-hmm. They see this like, oh, I can do this. Like, I can have a lot of followers. People are going to want to see me. It's like, yo, no one really cares yeah. who you are yeah. or what you do unless you provide people some true value in yeah. their life. Again, this is why Jocko's huge. Mm-hmm. But like you say, these family podcasts and stuff, you know, and to some degree, even what we do here, it's like no one actually listens to this thing. No, right. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, this is more just a fun little way we can get together and, and be creative and talk yeah. about stuff that we feel matters for some people in our community. And there are people out there that do enjoy that we do this. Yeah. But like, you know, it, we, we take the time to actually put something together that may mean something to other people. And we, that we're thoughtful about it. Yeah. We're not just out here vlogging our life and putting stuff out there that no one actually cares about. Yeah. And I think that's really important to kind of focus on is the approach that we have. And again, I mentioned this at the beginning of the video, but I didn't, I don't want a lot of this to come across like we're being like so pretentious and like we're better than everybody. But we are, but we are just remember that. (laughs) Um, But like, I, I think 
it's important that you know we have this approach that we have to social media and YouTube and so especially in what we do you know like this podcast for example we're not you know when when we come and do these podcast episodes we're not like all right what's going to trigger views you know what's no. going to what's going to get us the most hits on YouTube or no I mean like we've that. talked a little bit about that more so recently with maybe oh like what's some fun things we can add that yeah. maybe give a little more watchability mm-hmm. but even in those episodes we're still trying to have some kind of good, honest, meaningful conversation yeah. every single time. So much substance. It's just like, oh, we'll do this and then we'll add this in for people who, if they want to stick around and watch, they, they can watch. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, we've never talked about like, oh, like what would be, you know, something that would just trigger a bunch of, now, except for maybe my Ansel Adams takes. Um, <laughs> but, because uh, I did that on purpose. Yeah. But um, we've never tried to gear any of this towards you know, views and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, what is content that we think actually is a good conversation to have. Yeah. And that's the point of a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Like I you know this podcasts are huge. There's a ton of podcasts out there. Yeah. But most people don't know any of them. That's because they just don't give off enough value to the people that they care about. Yeah. Like they just they mean nothing to them. Yeah. You know, they find the ones that are meaningful for their life, that have some kind of connection to and they they go back and watch those or mm-hmm. listen to them. But, you know, it just doesn't matter for the vast majority of people. You got to find the right people, and yeah. that's why you pick the conversations like we have. Is we know kind of what our audience is like. We try to give them something that maybe they care about. Yeah, yeah. And that comes first. Yeah, yeah. That's what's important. So, um, yeah. You want to talk about Disney? We haven't talked I about do, Disney yet. I do want to talk about Disney, um, just because I think it's important. Um, not that I care that much about Disney. I don't care about it. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not really like a. a a Disney Mickey Mouse thing. sucks. It may, Mickey, yeah, yeah. More of a goofy person. What do you think about Mickey Mouse? <clears throat> oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. Did you know he's gonna do that? I didn't. I, I neither did I. I thought maybe no. you knew you were trying to set him up for that. But no, I didn't. At that all. was good, Beatles. That was really good. I was thinking about it, and then when you looked at me, I was like, "We're sending it." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. No, but but I think Disney's is is kind of a really interesting. I don't know, kind of case study in this whole content thing. Um, obviously, Disney has been producing movies for a hundred years, long time. Literally, actually, twenty twenty three was their hundred year anniversary. Hmm. Um, they have been producing movies for a very, very long time. One of the oldest film studios on the planet. Um, but in the last, I would say, ever since the uh, ever since the beginning of the twenty tens they have started pursuing this like fast content thing. And then it really ramped up when, when Disney plus came out and you kind of see this across the whole film industry. So many of these different film industry or film companies are doing this now. You know, Disney is, is just a really good case study of this, but you know, before they weren't putting out as many movies, they, a lot more time was in between the movies they would put out, put out a lot more production went into it, a lot more thought effort kind of thing. And then they, we got into the 2010s they acquired Marvel, they acquired Star Wars, and all of a sudden, it just kind of started ramping up. It's ruining the franchises we love. Yeah, ruining everything we love. And, you know, it's kind of the, uh, this is where a lot of people kind of talk about, like, the Marvelization of, like, cinema and film and stuff like that, of just a lot of things, you know, like, everything's kind of been Marvelized. Um, but this is really big in Disney. Like, everything has become, like, a Marvel movie now. And it's because they saw that all the Marvel movies were doing really well. And they're like, that's the content we need to make. People like that style of content. 
and now we're just going to make it for everything. And now there's so much of it. I mean, they were, especially from 2020 to, you know, like last year, they were pumping out tons and tons of Star Wars, Marvel, any kind of stuff they possibly can. You know, they're remaking all of the old movies in live action and they're just reproducing so much stuff. And basically none of it is good. Yeah. And, you know? and again, to be fair, they, you know, Disney or Netflix, they do hit on some things. Yeah. There are some things that are great. The yeah. Mandalorian was good. Yeah. Um, uh, Ahsoka has been pretty good. Yeah. Andor was good. And it was great. Yeah. You know, but like, Basically everything else, all the Marvel movies are, are trash. Yeah, it's just like you think about how many things you've watched. Again, this applies to movies, applies to YouTube things, Instagram stuff, any of it. Mm-hmm. How many things have you watched? Later, you're like, why did I watch that? Yeah, like, what was the point? Yeah, yeah, the waste of my time. Yeah, you know, and that's what we're trying to talk about here. It's like the whole idea of moving towards content and fast content, always producing mm-hmm. and not trying to put the time in to create something truly meaningful and, and packed with value in yeah. that short bit of time. Just, it leaves people with a feeling. It's like, well, I, I feel empty almost. Yeah. And, and you know, it's like, well, maybe I'll go watch this thing now and maybe try to get that back. And that's the whole point. It tries to suck you into the system yeah. where you're just never going to get off and leave. You're always looking for something new Yeah, yeah. in what's coming out. And it just, it's an endless cycle. Yeah. And that's the thing is it's Disney, especially, like I said, all the other studios have kind of done this as well. You know, Netflix has done this. Um, Netflix has really done this a lot too, but um, Disney, especially they really adopted this kind of content mindset. I mean, you watch any of their interviews with any of like, um, Bob Iger or any of the CEOs or any, any of their, their directors or anything over the last, especially five to 10 years. And everything is just content. They don't make films now. They produce, they produce content and they always talk about it, how they have, they're producing content for Disney plus they're producing content for their audiences. And I just think it's, that word is just really degrading. Right. Well, we talked pre-show very briefly about the, the dark Knight films. Yeah. To me, it's just, it's a perfect example of what we're talking about and they are my favorite movies. So mm-hmm. there's that as well. But those movies are just incredibly made. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, in my mind, some of the best movies, you know, The Dark Knight in particular, the best movie I think ever made. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, th- there's just something to it that from the art pers- like standpoint, from the film standpoint, that's mm-hmm. just money. Yeah, yeah. But you don't see that in basically every film that comes out these days, you know? Yeah. How many films have come out in the last 10 years? You're like, that is like all time. Yeah, great. There's very, you know, very few. The, the, the one recent one I can maybe think of that I've heard is really good, and I, I'd actually kind of like to see now, is the Oppenheimer one. Mm-hmm. But like other than that, I mean, I couldn't tell you yeah. what any of these movies that have come out really have left an impact. Yeah. You know? it just, well, that's the thing. Is it's like all the movies that are really good now are all of the, like, this content that Disney is producing is all, like, super high-budget, huge blockbuster kind of, you know, movies and they put all of their their stakes on these big giant movies and then they you know they don't do well or whatever they all they all kind of suck um and you know part of that is like their budgets are so big that they don't want to put any risk into it but a lot of the movies nowadays that are really really good are like really low budget movies and a, a good example of this i i think a lot of people maybe think this is kind of weird but like there was a a, a godzilla movie godzilla minus 1 that came out like 2 months ago 
it was it's a Japanese movie, it, and it's like a remake of the original Godzilla movie from hmm. 1954, or whatever. But like you know, modernized, and it had a budget of like maybe ten to fifteen million dollars, tiny tiny budget, and. I think it was the best movie of 2023. There's a lot of other people who are like film critics who also think it was the best movie in 2023. Like the story was incredible. It wasn't even like, I mean, the action sequences and, you know, the visual effects were incredible. They were, they were so cool to watch, but like I watched that movie and I was like, there's so much substance to this movie, you know, that you'd have to see it. But like the, the whole story is just like, I finished that movie and I was like, why am I like basically crying? (laughs) <laughs> like I was like all teared up and I was like, it's cause you're weak, bro. Cause I'm weak. Yeah. It's just like, I, I've ne- I haven't been like that hit by a, by a story in a long time. And it came from a freaking Godzilla movie. Um, it was weird. Yeah. But, there's just a lot about that. That sounds funny. You have to see it. But I, I love it. It's great. Yeah, no, you have to see it. So, but like, I think one of the things like you really talk about here is it's, that's like a one-off movie. Yeah. You know, I don't, I mean, the Japanese thing, so who knows who, studio made this or anything right yeah but um toho studios well, apparently you know <laughs> um but anything that comes out from like the disney side like i just i don't even think about it. i'm like yeah new movie whatever yeah but, like there you like oppenheimer great example again yeah, here in yeah, the yeah. states right i don't know who made this but like there's no you know mcu about it it's like a, a standalone movie yeah, it's not that franchise. was that was made because they're like, this could be a great story they put yeah. together and sure enough, it turns out to be an amazing movie. Yeah. But when you have these big companies, studios that are just trying to produce all this stuff all the time, they, they can't create something that stands up to that same level yeah. of quality. Exactly. And to tie this all the way back into Instagram. Here we go. This is the same thing. Full that, circle. This is the same thing we do with Instagram. You know, like there's so many of us who just, that we, we push so hard to put something out every single day, you know, and I've had a lot of times where I've, you know, I, I've tried to put something out every single day and I look back and I'm like, man, I could have spent more time on that photo. I could have spent more time on, on this video or something, but I just, I wanted to get it out just so I could have something to put out. And I think it's just, it's degrading to myself as a photographer, as a, as a videographer, you know? Right. Well, I think that's because you, you feel yourself, you know, you, you see yourself as a photographer, not a content creator. Yes. Yeah. You know, I think it's more worthwhile to aspire to be a photographer. Yeah. And it's not saying you can't put out some videos here or there, even as a photographer, but mm-hmm. you're not one of these people who's trying to put out content for the game. You're trying to put out content that means something to you. Yeah. And to me, and I hope a lot of other people would agree with this, There's, a, it's a much more meaningful thing to pursue that as opposed to pursuing the whole content thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the, the rules that Jordan Peterson sets out in his 12 rules that I think is phenomenal. If you haven't read that book, please read it. It's a great chapter. He says, pursue what is meaningful, not what is expedient. And that's ex- yeah. that's the exact problem we're talking about with content creation. Mm-hmm. Because when you don't pursue something meaningful, you just you don't get the return that you think you're going to get yeah. on it. And like you sacrifice something, whether it's you know your self-image, like your time, whatever it's going to be, like you lose something in that when you don't pursue something that's actually worthwhile and meaningful yeah exactly yeah yeah i think that i think and it, there was one last thing i would say i, w- I would challenge everybody to kind of try to change the, the your usage of terminology you know instead of saying like oh i'm a content creator well it, you know 
realistically, for being honest, you know, we are content we creators. We are, but I'll never know? call myself that. Yeah, I don't like the term, but that is what we are. You know, we are producing various forms of content, so we are technically content creators, but it's the type of content that we're creating, you know? Like, I am a photographer, I'm a videographer, I'm a photographer, and I took this photo. God, man, that's... <laughs> but, no, I'm just, yeah, I would challenge people to... to you know, try to change the terminology a little bit. So, cause I just, this umbrella term of content is just, I don't know, it feels almost degrading to a lot of the work. I, I think a lot about, um, Anthony Lowe yeah. with it, with his cyber low mm-hmm. Instagram page. I don't view that as content yeah. because he's putting so much time and effort into these, you know, 3d images that he's making. They're phenomenal. They are. They're incredible. I, I mean, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I don't know anyone else who knows how to do that. And yeah. so it's a really cool niche. I know there's other people out there, but it's a really cool niche that he finds himself in yeah. that sets him apart. And it's a new art form that he can pursue. I, mean, I know he loves it. I've talked to him, but he loves that thing. Mm-hmm. And it's a really cool thing to see. But like, I love that stuff more than most photos I see because it's just unique and it's yeah. different. And, yeah. you know, it's not trying to be a content creator with it. He's just pursuing something he loves and he's good at it. And it's really awesome to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I prefer to connect with. Yeah. You know, that's why, again, I'm not calling all the people we do stuff with content creators or they're producing content, but I have all but given up on trying to engage with a lot of the stuff that's coming out, coming out these days, even with our friends. Yeah. I mean, I see your photos. Sometimes you post it where yours, I mean, I'm like, and it's not because I'm purposely doing it. I just don't even bother liking the photo anymore. I just keep scrolling. I'm like, well, I'm over I'm it. A, I'm offended. <laughs> you know? Are you? I'm offended. No, he now. commented on my last one. And oh, that's it. nice. Because it was a banger, though. It was. Well, was it? It was. Was it the Timpanogos one? Yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. It was a banger. He texted it to me. Yeah, he didn't yeah. text me. Or did you, yeah. yeah, he texted me, too. Yeah, he was He was pretty salty. Yeah. I yeah. said a bad word in the text. He did. In, uh, in the response back, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. You never say bad words, so that but, says a lot. Um, yeah, never. <laughs> But, but yeah, I mean, there's just, there's a lot, there's a really big conversation to be had. And, you know, we just touched on it. There's more to dive into. Yeah. This is a, this is a huge topic. It is, so. you know, and something, you know, I care a lot about, you care a lot about because, I don't know, it, once you, I think once like you see past a lot of the stuff, you just, you're over it. And yeah. you want to pursue things you just want to pursue. This is like, I mean, again, you can use me as a great example with the photography stuff. I have kind of started to shy away from the label of photographer Mm -hmm. because I don't care enough about it anymore. But even when I was more active and involved in that side of things, I mean, you can attest to this. You know how many photos I have from a very long time ago that I haven't even edited? Yeah. I mean, there's ones I have edited. And some, admittedly, I'm saving up for a potential project one day Mm -hmm. that maybe I'll get around to this year. But But, that uh, kind of... That's not content. Yeah. Right? That's it's like a collection of art. That kind of in furthers the point. Right. Yeah. Um, but I have content that I just sit on and literally don't do anything with. Yeah. You know? And I've had people tell me all the time, or I know tell you and you've told me, like, like, wow, like, why does he just sit on this stuff? Yeah. Well, I sit on it because it doesn't matter enough to me to put this out right away. Yeah. If I want to put it out, I'll put it out. Mm-hmm. You know? And to me, it's just you have to know what's important to you yeah. and what's you know, how to value your time and all that stuff. And yeah. to me, it just it doesn't mean enough to me anymore to be posting all the time. Yeah, I have other things I want to do. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I'm in the same 
same exact boat. I mean, I'm not sipping away from, from photography or anything like that, but like I have, you should. Yeah. I, I've thought about it. Um, but like I have completely deleted the Instagram app from my phone. Yeah. And then I, I, I gave him a little bit of a stern talking to, I was yeah. like, you need to get yeah. it back, get back on Instagram. I was like, you can't do that. No, I, I have kind of, I, I've changed my approach a little bit and I haven't talked about this with anybody, but like when I was in high school, I, had Facebook, but I never got on Facebook. And at the time, you couldn't get on Facebook on your phone, I don't think. You know, this was 2010, that, 2009. No and you can only access it by desktop. And I never really got on it. I think I posted on Facebook once the entire time I had my Facebook page. And then I deleted it after, like, the entire page after having it for, like, three or four years. And it just, I don't know. I mean, I never really... It's stupid. You know, All I, the tweets or whatever X's content X's, is called yeah. now. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But, like, all it's just stupid stuff. Yeah. Like, there's better things you can utilize your time for. Yeah. You know? And that's, I mean, that's the thing is it's, like, ever since doing that, ever since, I don't know, getting rid of this quote-unquote fast content from my, you know, easily accessible grasp, I guess, but, like, I, I don't know, I feel so much better. Like, my brain just feels clearer. Like, I don't get on Instagram and just scroll and just see the same generic thing over and over again. The, all, everything that's just designed and created specifically to feed to an algorithm. And it's, I don't know, it's really nice. It's, it's made it so that I can focus on other things. I can focus on, you know, putting out long form stuff on YouTube. I also have a, a, a book project that I've been kind of slowly working on. Mm, and I mean, teaser. I, yeah, probably won't come out for a couple of years, but like wherever, hopefully <laughs> it's, but like, it's something that like, that gives me the time to work on it now. You know, like it gives me the time to focus on things that actually matter to me. So, yeah, yeah. It's, we've had a conversation a little bit before, but it's things that are going to last, you know, that yeah. stick around that like you can look back on and be really proud of. I mean, yeah. how, how many of these stupid videos you make that you're like, Oh, I love that one. Yeah. It's like, no, like you, you make it, you forget about it. Yeah. And I'd rather just be engaged with stuff that's going to be sticking around for a while. Yeah. I don't like, it's funny when I, when I look at my website, you know, when I look at my portfolio, I, I have different sections on there for different types of videos that I've, you know, produced whether it's commercial stuff or like, um, you know, just fun passion projects, I guess. Um, but I, I look at those videos and I'm like, I'm proud of all of these videos. You know, I did a little short, short, short film with Wyatt Peterson. And I love that video. It's one of my favorites I've ever done. And I look at those and I'm really proud of those. But I go back on my Instagram page and I look at all of these like random re little reels I've ever, you know, if I've posted in the past and I'm like, oh, I forgot I did that. Like it's, yeah. it's meaningless. It, it means nothing. It's like just, just try this out for once and see if you have the same experience. Yeah. Make something that's a little tougher, longer, harder to make. And then you can gauge for yourself. Yeah where you stand and how you feel about this whole conversation. Exactly. Don't take our word for it because what do we know? Yeah. We're idiots. Exactly. Especially you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's just, content is a word that I have always tried not to use. Same. Yeah. Whether it's the stuff I'm making or as myself as a content creator, I do not like that whatsoever. Yeah. Just don't. Yeah. And it's frustrating because it's like, it is a realistic part of this world that we exist in you know it is it is a word that people use and it's something we have to live with but like you know we try to not i mean i specific i i yeah i i definitely try not to use it if i can so yeah beatles any last words before we move on be content with your content great joke oh, i've got I was waiting for that, that wasn't that one. a joke that was a 
I mean, it is. You're right. I, I apologize. That was not a joke. That yeah. was a, it's a very good lesson yeah. Yeah. to understand. Very yeah. serious. Yeah. yeah. But also kind of a joke. Yeah. But let's, uh, that was a great conversation. Let's move into the, the ending part of the episode. We are going to add another item to our table here. Yes. I know you apparently have something that I'm, I'm s- really going to like. I'm, which I'm stoked on this. I yes. have no idea what it's going to be. But for those listening and watching at home, every episode we add a new item, item to the back of our table here. Just a fun way we can, you know, keep the show going, build some connections with people at home. If you are watching or listening, you can send us something. We will gladly throw it up here. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually do have something we're going to have from Jackson, I think maybe in two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything for that yet, but we're going to save it for the right episode. Um, but yeah, we are happy to throw something up here and give you a little shout out. By the way, my dad was a little mad that I did not mention him with that one. So, dad, oh. if you were listening, this uh, Appalachian Trail board that came from Georgia is from you, big dog. So, <laughs> thank you for you that. You forgot your dad. I pr- he gave me a hard time. I, yeah, I can I, see that. I, f- I feel like I mentioned it was from Georgia, but he's like, you didn't mention who? And I was like, I, I don't know. I guess I thought that was like... Implied. Yeah, Implied. I, I did not put that together. It sounded like you had gotten it specifically that's what I for the table. Yeah. Well, but. I mean, I, that's why I did get this. Well, but, yeah. But, Dad, make sure you, Thanks, you're Dad. recognized. So. Okay, Chandler, what do you have for us today? Okay, so we all know and love Taylor Dalton, TD Cameron. We do. I thought you were going to say Taylor Swift. If no. you said Taylor Swift, I was going to end the episode. Oh, that would have been funny. No, no, Taylor Dalton. So, a couple years ago, Taylor was giving away some prints. Some little, like, oh, small prints. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and I got a few from him, and they were just kind of sitting in my office. And so I was looking for something to add to the table, and I found this one. And I was like, this? Luke is going to love this one. Oh, it's going to be Mesa Arch. It's a picture of Mesa Arch. <laughs> we are adding a photo of Mesa Arch to the table. Why? Taken by none other than our good buddy. Taylor, I love you, TD man, Cameraman. but, like, why this photo? Why does it have to be this one? Oh, it's this one. I picked this. Can we put it in a spot where I can't see it? No, we're going to put it in front of the Appalachian Trail. Well, that's a joke because that's not <laughs> happening. Just tape it in front of his... Um... That's a pretty good spot right there. Yeah, I can, yeah, I think it's a, it's I can like hardly see that. So that's... I approve of that. We may have to modify this in the future, but... Yeah, we'll just throw it off the table in the future. <laughs> well, the real I mean, question is, Taylor, how many people were around you when you took that photo? Yes, Taylor Dawn, if you were listening, can you please tell us how many other photographers were there with you that morning as you took that shot? Because for those listening at home and may not know, that is a zoo. It is one of the most sunrise. popular photo locations in the entire planet. Yeah, and I think it's a joke. I mean, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. But, Taylor, I do love you, man. You're awesome, mm-hmm. but sorry. I have to stand on principle on this one. Mesa Arch is not... Does not do it for me. At least you stand in your principles. So. I, I, yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll just balance it out with a Lake Blanche print. We'll have to do that. Yeah. Maybe like 10 of them for every time I've done it. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of space for that, so we can make that yeah. work. Yeah. But we'll have to, we'll have to adjust that a little bit because you can't really see what it is right now. But, but I do like we got Taylor Dalton involved then. Yeah. I, I approve of that. Yeah. So, right. That's good. Number well, one pick overall. Number one pick yep. in our in our feature draft. That's right. Yep. Greatest photographer in Utah. He, maybe he, he's a good one. Maybe on the planet. He, maybe. I awesome. finally met the guy. Oh, that's true. I forgot. Yeah, yeah you guys went and shot together. We did. Yeah. Now that? you're best friends. Yeah. Was it good? Yep. yep. Zipped around in his suburban. Heck yeah. Yep. Oh, you never got to ride on the green bean. Green bean not. was something else. Yeah. But he, Dude, I, I, he told me stories about it and he was proud. So. Yeah. 
As he should be, Taylor. Yeah. Yep. As he should be. If you want to hear that, you actually or hear the story of the green bean in the van. You can actually find that on our YouTube channel. Oh, that's true. It's yeah. a long time ago, but there is an interview up there with Taylor Dalton. Taylor Dalton. It's almost yep. that's like a year and a half old, I think. Yeah. But there is an interview with Taylor, so you can hear that. Go check it so. out. All right, with that, we're going to end the episode, guys. Thank you for watching, listening. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on all the major podcasting platforms. We'd greatly appreciate that. And with that, we will bid you adieu. Adieu. Farewell. Bye, everyone. See ya.